0: Welcome to the Single and Sunday School Podcast. I'm Ashley Cook. This is my co-host, Cody Page Lowry. How are you tonight, Cody Page? Oh, I am so good. We are um, recording a little bit later than normal, so I feel like we might be a little zany. (laughs) I
1: know, right? It's almost 11 o'clock and I just had a cat run past my foot and I was like, what was that furry thing on my toe? (laughs) Uh
0: uh Yeah, it's going to be a wild night. For the listeners like we started trying to record this at like 10 15 but sure did we're just we're just rolling with it ironically our topic tonight is communication and dating um and i've got some questions for you are you ready for it Um, boom boom boom
1: yeah i am
0: i am currently in my reputation era as my dark red (laughs) (laughs) looks recorded imply (laughs) i look like i'm in my
1: lover era are you i don't think so (laughs) I need a lover for that. I'm, I'm, really- I, I'm my own lover.
0: <laughs> no. Well, that's a no. different podcast topic, so we'll get that there is- maybe another time. <laughs> um, yeah, stay right. focused. Got you. Stay focused. Mm-hmm. I've got some questions mm-hmm. for you. Okay. Um, all right. So last podcast where we talked about dating topics, we talked about, like, how to nail a first date. My question mm. is for you, what do you like to talk about on the first date? What do
1: I like to talk about? You know, I am actually very much against the interview type of date. Mm-hmm. I do not interview. And this is where you and I are very different on this. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, I will avoid typical interview questions I'll ask the basics, but if I find a topic that I can grab, like, like grab onto and really sink my teeth into, I'm going to go off of that really quickly instead yeah. of being like, question, question, question. I like to converse. I like to see if this person has like the ability to have a fun conversation, maybe mm-hmm. get a little vulnerable at moments or mm-hmm. tease each other or laugh at something kind of awkward. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, can we get something a little off color that I can enjoy? (laughs) So that's what I like. Yeah. Like, show me your personality. Let's see if you can handle mine. (laughs)
0: Let's see if you can handle this. Here I come. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I love that. I, I definitely start my conversations with a bit of an interview start Mm -hmm. Um, But if I like the person, that interview question usually leads to like a broader spectrum of questions. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. I I, tell me, do you hate interview questions on a date when they're asking you things like, so what's your favorite color? What kind of food do you like?
1: (laughs) So I actually when if something is awkward or if I get too in the weeds on a conversation I want to get out of. One way that I will do one thing I'll do is I'll go. So what's your favorite color? And it always just diffuses the tension. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they'll laugh and be like, green, <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I will ask that question as a joke. As a joke, um, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, is, but I I rarely am on a date where someone's like struggling that much right. that they have to ask that sort of question.
0: Yeah, because you're personable. Know. I'm. I I, I, feel I don't you. shut
1: up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I have to reel it in. Yeah. What are
0: things that speaking of reeling it in? Like, what are things that you avoid talking about on a first date?
1: Um, I usually don't ask the like, "Why are you single? Tell me about your divorce. When was your last relationship? I don't ask any of those. My first date is mostly like, are we compatible personality wise? Yeah. Um, I. I just like to have fun. That's where like, you know, do you remember that color code personality test, Mm -hmm. like the early 2000s?
0: Yeah, like the (laughs) MySpace link. Yeah, I remember.
1: (laughs) Well, my mom had me read the book, the color code or personality code or whatever. Anyways, I was blue, yellow. So with that personality code test or whatever, I found out that I was a lot of yellow. And so I seek to have fun at every chance possible okay so on a first date an interview to me doesn't sound fun what sounds fun is like i said like i like to make people a little bit uncomfortable to see how they handle it Mm -hmm. it's my personality um what do i avoid is that what the original question was yeah what do you avoid on the first date discussing there's this weird balance that i play of i like to go deep but not on the depressing con, like the conversations, or like not something that's gonna be like them bashing their ex or me bashing my ex. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to go there. I want more of like I like to dig deep on how are you overcoming obstacles or what is the growth that you've done or what's something you found out about yourself or talk. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about self love and how you're learning to love yourself unconditionally. Those kind of dig deep conversations. So I guess yeah. I avoid. Pressing things, but that yeah. doesn't mean we can't have something that's
0: deeper. yeah. You stay in the positive yeah. zone, but while still not staying in the frothy zone, right? Yeah,
1: you're looking for I don't, something of substance. I don't like to be shallow as a shower. Yeah, I want I want a bathtub conversation. Mm. I mean, <laughs> both. I don't both. like showers. I like bathtubs. That's true. You do. That's <laughs> a cute. It's cute without no. Um, cute is what we aim for. Quote. When you're shallow as a shower. Yeah. I was Anyways. listening to a lot of early 2000s emo music today. Just really? Just as a, yeah. Well, just right on point. You were prepared for this moment. I, I was so prepared. <laughs>
0: um, what so- about you?
1: What do you avoid?
0: Oh, man. Um, there's a couple things I avoid. I don't like to talk about politics on a first date. Uh, it- yeah, no. Frankly, I don't like to talk about politics until we like know we're going to date each other. That's how I am.
1: Yeah. more often, It will not come up. Yeah.
0: More often I'm than not... not, my political views are different than the people around me. So I'm just like,
1: <laughs> we'll get there. Right. I'm um, always surprised that my political views match up with who I date. Almost every person I've been in a real relationship with, we have very similar, to, similar politics and we didn't even discuss it before. That's awesome. It's just interesting.
0: Yeah. I don't I, know. I only date like right swinging old men, so oh, and I'm more of a left. That's surpri- That yeah, that's surprise. I'm, like, I'm like, aren't like, you a left wing? <laughs> and I would call myself like kind of in the middle, more moderate than yeah. anything. Moderate, but yeah. um, their values usually align more closely with mine because of it, and so yeah, um, that that
1: helps. That's fair, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, um, I'm not into politics on a first date for sure. There's no way. That I would yeah. want to talk about that. I know some people want to see if you match up right away. Like, let's see if we match up on all these things. But to me, like, I don't know. that. That's not, again, it's not fun. I well, don't want to talk about politics.
0: And in my opinion, I don't want to match up with you. I kind of like when there's a a difference there. I think that adds variety. I want to match up with you morally. I want to match up with you as far as values go. But if we interpret values differently politically or differently religiously, I welcome that. I like that. So yeah, I,
1: I don't want someone just like me. No, no.
0: So sometimes on these dates, like we've all been on dates where they go one way that you didn't want them to go. Do you give people a second chance if the first date doesn't go well communication wise for you?
1: You know what? I really feel bad about my answer. Most likely not. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel bad saying no. I usually don't give someone a second chance. Um, if the first date is, I mean, I know people can be nervous though, so that's why I feel bad. I feel, I feel like bad. that's hard. Yeah, I, I just, I rare, I don't think I. I can't think of a time where I went on a second date with someone and the first one was not that great.
0: Yeah, I think that that's fair. I, I often see it as like, okay, so if the first date wasn't great with me, it'll probably be great with someone else. We just aren't the same vibe, right? What do you do if you're in a like on a date and you just don't feel like that conversation's going anywhere?
1: Oh my gosh, my go-to is I motor mouth. And it's really bad. But I get anxious when the other person is more subdued and quiet and nervous. Mm -hmm. I motor mouth. And then I end up saying a lot of things that I don't want to say. And so one way that I've tried to stop this is asking them more questions about Mm. themselves. Because sometimes if someone's nervous, they don't think of questions. Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like I talk, you talk, and we're talking at each other. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like when you're showing interest in the other person and so I don't mind interview type questions like oh are you close with your family like do they live nearby kind of thing Mm -hmm. um I like knowing about other people's families and where they grew up and things like that like almost every time like I'm at a dance I'll ask people where they're from Mm -hmm. I just find that interesting so um if the conversation's struggling I try and ask them questions that are you know engaging for both of us
0: yeah My favorite go-to when the conversations died down is to say, what is your favorite childhood memory? Because that's telling. People can tell you quite a bit about themselves with that answer, right? So if it's family-oriented, if it's school-oriented, if it's sports-oriented. And that's definitely an interview question, but that's like an Ashley-style interview question, right? It's It's
1: adorable. I love
0: that. And yeah, I have a bunch of questions like that where I where I'll ask them, you know, things like, um, "Who was your best friend when you were growing up? Did you mm-hmm. like, what was your favorite part of your college experience or your favorite part of your career? You know, like, yeah. um, are you satisfied in your career?" And yeah. I won't say it like that because that's awkward sounding, but I'll be like, "Do you find fulfillment in your job? Like, what's your favorite mm-hmm. part about it?" And then they'll I love that. Sometimes it works and sometimes you're like, gosh, get me out of here now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I, I like those questions, though, because um, they're not so standard. They go a little deeper. Like um, on our Patreon account, I have a like social anxiety um, course for people. Mm -hmm. A little plug for our Patreon account. And go check it out. Go check it, check it out and one of the things i say is like avoid yes or no questions so like with texting even like i remember talking to a friend and i was like um she we were on vacation and this guy was texting her we're on vacation right like and he's like how's your day going and she's like good how's yours and i'm like we're on vacation <laughs> like you can be like it's awesome we're at the beach right now like the waves are so huge here. Like, you yeah. know, send them a picture of what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. instead, if someone of- asks
0: me what, how my day is going, oh, I'm sending you a selfie. You're about
1: to see, you know? Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, right. I'm going to look good. Oh, yeah. And there's going to be some mediocre thing I'm doing behind me.
1: Or I send a picture of my legs because my legs always look good. And so my if I'm sitting, my legs are crossed and like I will send you a like if I don't want to send you a pic of my face, I'm like, well, here's my legs. This is what I'm doing. I'm sitting at the dog park or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you give in that conversation like the 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 problem I have with dating apps is it's a lot of monotony. It's a lot of hamster wheel of Mm -hmm. like in dates and everything. It's just like, where are you from? Like, how long have you been single? Like, you know, all that. And it's fine because that's how you get to know someone. But when you have a conversation, um, I'm looking for compatibility through that conversation. And if Mm -hmm. you're coming at me with the most mundane things I've ever heard, I'm like, I don't want to spend the next 50 years with someone that can't get past the basics.
0: Oh, 100%. Ever been asked, like, some off-putting questions
1: oh yeah yeah um well the overly sexual ones on dating mm. apps are pretty gross um I mean I just don't get where people are coming from from being like we're talking about you know what we're doing this summer to being like tell me about your you know body part sexually you know i i'm just like that to me is a turnoff and people are like oh sorry i'm just trying to get to know you and i'm like no you're not you're trying to get to know
0: my vagina
1: yeah and you're trying to get off you know you're just trying to get off right now and i'm not here for your masturbation purposes like that's not you know it's not what i'm you know read the room right so off putting on in person You know, I am always off-put by why are you single? I'll be honest. Yeah. I don't love that question. It feels like I can't win either way. Yeah. If I come across as I'm confident and I know my worth, then it maybe looks like I'm too picky or I can be a little bit like, you know, bitchy, Mm -hmm. angry, girl like and then if I explain the type of guys that I typically date then it sounds like I'm blaming them or it sounds like I'm a perpetual dater of poor choices Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. it just I just don't like that question yeah I don't think I've ever I hate it I hate it I think it's only cute when you're really getting along and you're really jiving, and then the question, like, "Dang, why are you single? Like, you're so fun to be around." Like to me, yeah. that would be like a compliment, almost like a sure. hypothetical question. Yeah. Not like so. Tell me your. Tell me why you suck. Tell me why people don't want to marry you. Yeah,
0: there's definitely a difference between why are you still single and how are you still single. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. yeah. One is yeah. a bit of a compliment, and the other is just like a. So what what brings you here? It's like right. What brings you oh, here? Oh,
1: what brings you here? That's the that's one of those mundane ones. I want to bang my mm-hmm. head against a wall on that one. What what brings you here? Well, first of all, every dating website on the planet has what are you doing there on your profile? What are you searching for? Chatting, friendship, dating, long term relationship, marriage. It says it on there. Um, yeah. And what
0: brings so- you here? Like if someone opens a conversation with that, this is a tangent. <laughs> But don't Go you just for picture it. him being like, like some weird father figure in the eighties, being like, "So what brings you here?" Yeah, <laughs> oh, at the bar with the... his
1: arm up on the bar. Yeah, so like you come little... here often.
0: Yeah, it's just like ew, ew, Chaz. You know, like that's a Chaz statement. I, I it don't really is. It. Yeah.
1: I don't, I don't enjoy that one. Mm. I like so. In the Patreon course, like one thing, so because I'm autistic, I have studied how to communicate because it's sure. kind of like a math equation for me. It's very mm-hmm. scientific. It is not natural. It is calculated. It's like I read the room. I read this person. Then I read what question, then I think in my mind, what question will help them feel comfortable, help mm-hmm. them get to know me, help them you know enjoy the conversation so I'm thinking of both of us when I'm asking a question when I'm talking and I think a lot of times people don't think that way of when I ask a question I need to ask a question that helps them shine that helps them bring out their best qualities or you know feel comfortable or whatever it might be and I think a lot of times we just don't think ahead like that we're just like I just need a
0: question what's a question what's a question Especially when people are in the panic mode of a date, right? Like, it's like, oh, what can I ask next? And, you know, and I think that there's goods and bads to both of those. Like, asking Mm -hmm. on the spot obviously has authenticity to it. Um, Sometimes you can almost, probably not you, sometimes I can almost sound like a robot when I have (laughs) pre-thought the question out too much and have masterminded Mm. a situation, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. um yeah Um, I really
1: go off of the moment um it's kind of like improv you know when you do improv with a partner you you want the other partner to shine and then you both shine and you're reading mm -hmm. each other and you're working together it's kind of like a date for me it's like I want both of us to to be enjoying this experience and so those more mundane questions I I have already thought through and I've been like I don't want to ask those you know so I do have go-tos though I don't think there's anything wrong with having go-tos yeah you know nothing wrong with that yeah it's funny
0: is that I was (laughs) on a date the other day with this guy I've been seeing for a couple months and we were talking about these kind of questions because I have been thinking about this podcast topic for a while Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um I was like I've known you for like three and a half months and I don't know your favorite color. And he was like, I don't know your hobbies.
1: Right. He was like, because
0: we don't ask each other the dumb questions. He was like, we ask each other the real things. Right. Yep. And then we had to have that conversation of like, oh yeah. Um, Uh, You know,
1: it's funny because I I know what you're talking about though. Like uh, there's a guy that we matched a couple years ago. And so sometimes we pop in and check on each other. And I didn't. I had no idea why he was divorced. And so, like a month ago, I was like, "Hey, we've ta- we've known each other two years now. Why are you divorced?" Like, yeah, just tell. Because like it just never came up because we were always talking about other things. Yeah, like I think things that of shows, more importance. Yeah, that shows true connection or more authentic and natural connecting mm-hmm. with one another. I don't like the forced connection, and that's why I don't go on second dates with people where I just feel like it. It was just like pulling teeth a little bit.
0: So I hear you saying that conversation and connection are, you know, parallel. Yeah. So if have you ever been in a situation where you're on a date with someone who's a really good conversationalist, but you have no connection?
1: Yes. Yes. Because that does really, happen, right? Yes, like, it true, does. Parallel, but yeah. some a hundred percent. Yeah it's fascinating that you bring that up because just this week I was talking to a guy in Ireland and he was not exactly my type. Um, but man, he was a good conversationalist and Mm -hmm. it was funny because there's other guys that might be more attractive to me, but if they're just like (laughs) saying the same thing over and over, how was your day? You're really pretty, uh, You know, those types of things like that doesn't send me really, you know, that doesn't get me going. But this other guy who was not exactly my type, he was just so easy to talk to. Yeah. And I'm not I he's in Ireland, so we're not going on a date, (laughs) but I could see myself being conflicted without the physical connection. But that sometimes grows. So I like to give those guys all of the benefit of the doubt and be like, hey, there's something here. Like, if I can enjoy your company, you are sweet, sincere, a good conversationalist. Hell yeah. Like, I will give you my time.
0: A hundred percent. I'll give you three or four dates Mm
1: -hmm. until I'm Mm -hmm. like,
0: oh, man, I probably should call this.
1: Yeah. If if it can't if it's just really not happening, that's fine. But I will those guys, the ones that really know how to communicate and make that connection, um, yeah, they get way more like I don't know, yeah. grace from yeah. me. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so then coming off of that idea, have you ever had a killer connection with someone who wasn't great at conversation? And I <sighs> think forgetting- I know. I'm. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this two options. Not a great conversationalist in person, and not a great conversationalist via text, because we live in a world where both are important.
1: You know. You know. We've been talking about this. She knows.
0: You know. You know. know, We both know.
1: We both know. Um, ah! <laughs> that's what I have to say about it <laughs> I am so conflicted over this exact thing right now because yeah. uh, okay
0: choose I your have- words wisely for they may be your last <laughs> yeah,
1: right. right it's like um, I know some people listen to every single one of our episodes so yeah, same i <laughs> just Although- like <laughs> okay. So my answer is <laughs> I struggle with this a lot because in a relationship, I have been in almost all long distance situations, or at least a bit of a drive. Sure. So for my way to connect with someone is through text or Marco mm-hmm. Polos, or, you know, just a check-in of some sort. Um, if I If I don't have that, I feel I feel I feel disconnected because I don't know when the next time we will connect, you know, so that unsurety for me makes me want to connect via text more. It makes it more of a priority. However, if someone lived nearby and it was like we saw each other fairly often or we had a planned date or something like that, I wouldn't be so um, concerned about hearing via text. Um, but I do find it important to have both. That is my knee jerk answer is just, yeah, I would like someone to be a good texter and be good in person. But if I had to pick one or the other, I would pick good in person over texting. Cause we all know there's guys that are really good at texting and then you go on a date and it's like, they're a different person. Mm -hmm. and you're like wow okay and I get that they're like oh I need to think things out and I need to take time to respond but they'll be like crazy witty in text yes and then you meet them in person and they are not and that's not attractive to me and I'm not saying that they're a bad person or anything I'm just saying that's a turnoff it's a turnoff for me yeah yeah it feels
0: inauthentic I get that
1: yeah yeah and my, you know, when you think about marriage, you're like, we're going to be with each other most of the time. Like I, we need to have the ability to converse in person. Like mm-hmm. I think of my ex-husband and I, whenever we would go somewhere, we were talking. If we yeah. were in the car, we were talking. If we were at a restaurant, we were talking. Neither of us were ever on mm-hmm. our phones. We were never texting other people or scrolling on our phones at dinner. That literally never happened. When my was with my ex-husband and he was with me, we were talking to each other. And it must have been nice. Sounds like yeah. a nice marriage. <laughs> it's not what I have. Man, no, I really value, that was something that we both really value, though. Yeah. It's a text for hell's sake. Like, you know, it's like, good morning, beautiful, just like, doesn't get old. Like, it's just thoughtful, you know? I mean, you don't have to do that, but I mean, there. it's not difficult, you know?
0: Oh, I know. I'm fully totally aware. <laughs>
1: It's literally the easiest thing in the world.
0: For some people. (laughs) Um, I had a conversation one time with a guy and I was like, so if you want me to know that you're interested in me, some things are going to need to be happening to show that. I need outside indicators. And he was like, it's just really hard because I have my routine. And I was like, so what you could do is just like take your routine and insert me into it. And like, I just, I just left it very plain and simply. And anyways, (laughs) it worked.
1: Uh, Yeah. I I mean, that's what a relationship is, right?
0: Yeah. You know, are there things that you find off putting on a, like on one of those first initial contacts on a dating app? Um, What do you find most off putting other than what we've already touched on? Like we've already talked about people being just like overtly sexual, yeah. Other than that, because obviously there's horny people out there who are going to come at you. Unfortunately, right. that's the world we live in. What right. what else can someone say where you're like, ooh, immediately unmatch? Immediately <laughs> unmatch?
1: Oh, I don't know about immediate unmatch. That one's hard. But I will say I have a hard time when they ask very generic questions when my profile is jam-packed with mm-hmm tons of information for you to go off of Mm -hmm. like my pictures show you very different places I've been or people that you know different sides of my personality um my bio you can read you can read my interests my hobbies you can read you know uh, like questions that I've answered um I yeah you you take the time
0: to fill out your profile
1: and then they just say hey how are you or They compliment right off the bat, which we've discussed before, which is like, hey, like, oh, my gosh, you're so beautiful. And then it's like, thank you so much. But like, where do you want me to take that conversation? Like it's to me, it's it's like I'm going to put the conversation back on you. I complimented you shouldn't you be happy with that and I'm like yeah that's wonderful but now I'm gonna conjure up a conversation that you wanted to start you wanted to initiate it and now do you want me to compliment you back or like because if I just say thank you we're not going anywhere the like so that's basic conversation threading there's no Mm -hmm. thread there it's just one string like and it's just like you just threw it at me so if I take the time to give you so much information on my bio and you're just like, Hey, how are you? Or you just give a compliment on my looks. I don't want to be a brat, but it's like, why aren't if you really want to spend time with me, the guys that are going to get my attention are going to say, have a question off of what I posted or comment on something I posted, you know, going off. Oh, I love that movie too. Drop dead Fred. Or Mm -hmm. what about Bob? Or, you know, what's up doc? are, like, my favorite movies, you know, like, that you posted on there. Let's talk about that. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and that's a basic thing. Yep, totally basic. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. (laughs) It's not that hard. I just feel like it's not that hard. (laughs) My
0: favorite thing is if a guy says something like, wow, you have really beautiful whatever. My response is always, thank you. I totally agree. And then I just (laughs) see if they they respond with a laugh or if they – because then it's just like, well... And sometimes they don't respond. I'm like, well... Yeah. yeah. Sorry that you don't understand my dry humor. It exactly. wouldn't have gone anywhere anyways.
1: <laughs> that is a 100- hundred... Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. That's right, ridiculous. I know. Um, I, I agree.
0: Do you have a go-to way that you initiate
1: contact on dating apps? Um, yeah, I'm a little sheepish about it, though. <laughs> Why? So, because... I have a hard time with rejection, you know, and so when you see someone and you're really excited about them and then you work up this little message to send to them and then they don't respond or whatever, it hurts my heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I understand the people that send more generic things from the get-go because of that because they they're avoiding the pain of rejection and they're like well half the women don't respond anyways and I was like well maybe sometimes Mm -hmm. half the women don't respond because just saying hey to us is like not really you it doesn't look like you're trying that hard or you care that much yeah so for me I try and start with um one of my one of my go-tos was a uh, blind. So I would say, "Hey Ashley, are you a pair of scissors? Because you are looking sharp." Or I'd say, "Like I've got a super important question for you, Ashley." They'd be like, "Oh my gosh, what is it?" I'd be like, "Are you a pair of scissors? Because you are looking sharp." Like just like the cheesiest thing you've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and so I would send that to people because that's kind of my type of humor.
0: Yeah. Like it's just like a yeah. dumb
1: dad joke. And then but it if introduces I introduces can- you exactly Mm -hmm. and so some people are like wouldn't want me sending that to everyone but it's like but that's my personality and then if you're going to engage in that then I can look on their profile and 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 talk about something off of their profile
0: totally yeah I love that thanks what about you um I don't really have a go-to I'll usually look at their profile and pick something that I think would start a decent conversation and go from there um
1: solid choice yeah unless
0: yeah unless we've matched several times on other dating apps and then I just talk about like I lean into that awkwardness of like so you'll swipe on me on every app but won't ask me on a date what's with that yeah right
1: and or I'll say we've got to stop meeting like this (laughs) Ooh, I like that I like that
0: yeah Yeah, Uh, that one
1: always makes me laugh
0: (laughs) my favorite is if you rematch with someone who already has your number Have you ever had that happen before? Oh yeah, where I forgot I had. Yeah, it's like we texted and you (laughs) fell off the face of the earth, or he he did. Yeah, my favorite is to be like, "You already have my number. Why are you swiping on me? (laughs) Like, (laughs) you don't need to do that. Just text me." I know. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna call out this one guy where we have matched on everything. We're friends on Facebook. I have like I have his phone number and when we match on a dating app we'll talk on the dating app and then we'll talk about something else on Facebook and then we'll talk about something like and literally we've never met in person and he lives like 15 minutes away (laughs) 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 so there you go I don't think we'll ever meet I think we should just keep it like this but it is really funny that I'll have like different conversations going on so but yeah it, it is pretty amusing when you keep matching and And it just
0: keeps going. Yeah. Uh, You're just his internet girl. Do you remember that Aaron Carter song?
1: No, I wasn't into that. R.I.P. Aaron. R.I.P.
0: Oh, my gosh. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. AC's in the house. Come on. Anyways. Come (laughs) get it. I loved that song because I was AC. So that's right. There you go. There you go. I can sing it to you anytime that you want to. Um, Thank you. It,
1: yeah. Um, as we in.
0: wrap up talking about um, different communication styles, do you have, like, what are your – if if a friend came to you and was like, Cody Page, I'm having a hard time connecting with dudes. What are three things that you could suggest would help me better communicate? And now I understand I would, that that's subjective for every person, but generally. Sure.
1: I would say the number one is conversation threading. Conversations fizzle out because it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not putting in the effort and they're not putting in the effort, it's going to fizzle out. If you're both putting in the effort and it still fizzles out, then we have a we have a conversation like both of you need to work on conversation skills. Yeah. I would say. Or and maybe you just I've,
0: don't have that much more in common. and or, you, yeah. Yeah,
1: or maybe you're just not compatible. Right. But I think um, if you are giving them something to go off of, giving them something interesting, then just being like, good, how's your day? Like giving them just a little bit more to go yeah. off of, I think is the number one thing. I uh, get a lot of, I, you and I both get this a lot. And I have friends that, also get this a lot why I'm around good people I'm around interesting people that guys are like oh my gosh you're so fun to talk to (laughs) like and it's because of the conversation threading it's Mm -hmm. really it's I'm one friend was like well I'm not like you my personality is like not like you and I was like you don't have to be like me you get to be you but open yourself up to being charismatic don't you want to be charismatic don't you want to be interesting to someone because if you're just relying on your looks or like how sweet you are that's fine you can be the sweet girl but let's not be the sweet boring girl like you have interesting things to say you know push yourself a little bit like take this opportunity to expound on what you find interesting in a conversation what do you want to talk about that's what I ask myself a lot is like what do I want to talk about right now and then I go with that and that's why I avoid certain questions I don't want to talk about it
0: yeah I love that um I was just thinking when you were talking about that it brought up a memory for me from like 2004 I used to be um an editor on the high school newspaper and we would go to these big journalism conferences. And at one of them, we took a seminar class, um, by Miss Teen California. She put it on and it was all about how to properly interview and how to interview someone and how to answer interview questions. And she, Mm -hmm. she talked about how, um, kind of conversation threading, but also, I, I remember this one line of hers and she said, you want to make sure that your personality comes through every word you say. So whether you're answering with three words or a paragraph, you need to make sure that your personality is coming through the way that you present yourself, the way that you're talking. You want to make sure that you are being you from the get go. I, I, I was just thinking about that because it's like, yeah, if you can keep the conversation going while still being authentic seemingly that would be the sauce right that's the secret sauce man
1: but yeah being who you are being you don't have to change your personality yeah you don't have to be someone you're not and i, I like, like quiet guys and i'm loud obnoxious i don't yeah i like loud and obnoxious guys too
0: i only date introverts always it turns out that way and that's fine i'm just loud and mm-hmm. they're quiet and we yin and yang all day it's great
1: I end up going for a lot of guys that are more quiet than me, but the guys I have dated that are loud like me, it was a party. It was fun. Sure. Not going to lie. So, yeah. I like both. They're both good. They're both favorites.
0: I um I do think that this whole conversation should probably have some caveat there of like we're not dating experts, but we've read a lot of books. <laughs> we yeah. we do yeah. like to converse with people. Sometimes we are individually successful in dating and sometimes we aren't, <laughs> right? 100% um,
1: yeah. yeah. So I think that's Sometimes to I I do have miscommunications with people. Yeah. And oh, then we yeah. talk about it and I realize how I came across to that person. So yeah, we are not experts, but I read a lot of studies. <laughs> I read a lot of books on communication. I've taken courses on communication, body language, mm-hmm. eye contact, um, smiling with your eyes, you know, engaging in someone, touching someone's arm when you're showing interest in them. That always gets me excited. It's if you're at dinner and someone touches your arm. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Or like the,
0: the end of your <laughs> kneecap. Stop. Oh, yes, like.
1: yes, yes, yes. I love it. Yeah, when you're laughing and then you touch one another. Oh, my we, gosh. We have
0: never sounded more Mormon right now. Like, touch my arm, <laughs> touch my knee. Oh, my gosh. But, I mean. <laughs>
1: no I remember my mom saying to me there can be something really beautiful about just holding hands and I agree Mm -hmm. with her there's something really sweet about those little gestures of this do we like each other you know when like the women Mm -hmm. used to use their fans to flirt like Mm -hmm. that's like our language now of like he touched my arm he touched my knee like Mm -hmm. he laughed and made eye contact with me I'm like
0: (laughs) And even more than that, when you're past that first stage, non-sexual intimacy like that is so yes. critical, man. It, right. I I think it's what keeps a spark alive. I mean,
1: that's why know. I think communication is huge. That's it right there. Because yeah. if, if we can't communicate and I, I mean, I've dated a guy. I remember we went to St. George together. And we drove and it's what mm. four hours and we talked a lot but a lot of the time we listened to music and he would be like oh and i like this song because of this and we would listen to it together we weren't talking non-stop sure that's that's not what i'm saying it's just that connection there and being able to be comfortable and be quiet and also being able to have the conversations but i will say I had a conversation the other night with someone who was vulnerable with me and who shared a lot with me. And I was, I I respected him so much for that. And Mm -hmm. so there is something to be said about being vulnerable. And I think like what I will say, my final note, if they like you, they'll give you grace. Like you will get more grace if they are into you. I mean, I, I just, there's some guys where it's like, they can't, that's, it's like I give them grace and give them grace because like I want, I'm rooting for them, right? I'm not, look- I'm like, I'm like, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> uh, Sometimes yeah. we are looking for those red flags and we're like, you know, a hunter of like, are you, you know, a good person or whatever. But we're, I mean, if they're into you, they're going to root for you. Mm-hmm. You know, some people it'll come off creepy. If they don't like you, it'll be cute. if they, if they If they don't like you, it'll be creepy. If they like you, it'll be cute.
0: A hundred percent. Do you remember me telling you the the um, thimble story? That guy who gave me a thimble instead of yes. a kiss on the date? Yes, and
1: I told you, if you had liked him, you would have thought that was cute. And I said that.
0: Yeah, my friend Austin was like, I gotta be real, Ashley. Like, he might have some game. Like, if you liked him, that would have... He was like, you would have, yeah. like, slept with that thimble that night, which... <laughs> but, you know, it's so true. Like... When yeah. you like someone, yeah. everything's cute. And oh yeah, I remember I dated someone once who, right after my marriage, I was going through this phase where I felt like I was too much all the time. Uh-huh. Like I'm just too much. I'm, because I'm a lot of personality. I'm a lot of lady coming at you. And I remember <laughs> the person I was dating said, "You will never be too much for someone who can't get enough of you." Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about that in my dating lately. Um, I've been dating like one person right and and there's lots of communication and there's lots of different struggles that we anyways Um, and my thought has been like I can just do this and be myself without fear and if I'm too much for him so I won't be for someone else like someone else will yeah. be not be able to get enough of me I mean so far it's right. working out for me but we'll see
1: Anyways. I think it's also important to know how you come across so you can be yourself. Yeah. So in graphic design, they, I, I'll say this on so many episodes, I'm sure, but they taught us the rules so that when we broke the rules, we knew why we were breaking them. Yeah. And so I think it is important to know how you come across. Like one of my friends kept opening her Snapchat messages and leaving them on red mm-hmm. And she asked me to talk to this guy about why he blocked her out of nowhere. And so I did. And he said, well, she kept leaving me on read and she got upset and she was like, no, I just can't help it. It's like my OCD. Like I have to read the message and then I'll respond later. Like I don't have time. I've got kids and I work in this and this. And I was like, well, then maybe just don't open it until you're ready to respond. And she was like, no, I want to open it. And I was like, Okay, just so you know how you come across is that you read it and it's not important enough for you to respond. And so he had shared something really vulnerable with her. And she had ignored it and left it on red, And so he was really hurt by that because he yeah. was like, I just shared that with you. And so that's what I'm saying is like, know how you at least come across. Yeah. Like you're allowed to be who you are. You're allowed to date how you want. And I, th- but I think it'll behoove people, behoove people to be like, oh, at least I know how I'm coming across. So when I make this decision, I at least know, you know, yeah, he- they might interpret it. A way that I don't mean for it to be. And that's okay too. Because we all have miscommunications. And Absolutely. that's why communication is key.
0: So I think to summarize this podcast. It's self-awareness. Empathy. And grace. <laughs> it's grace. Just like all of our other podcasts. Like here's the. I think yeah. that is like the secret combo. To, yeah. to successfully dating. It's empathy. Self-awareness. And grace. If you can give those three things. One keeps you in line with yourself. And actually, I'm going to throw a fourth in there, authenticity, right? So being self-aware enough to like who you are and be who you are. And then giving empathy to others when they are liking and being who they are. And giving grace when everything gets hard.
1: I think giving grace can be so difficult because we're taught, like, if someone doesn't do this exactly like this, then Mm -hmm. they don't like you and you need to get out. But that's not always the situation. And yeah. we'll have to talk to, about that more on a cast.
0: Well, thank you so much, Cody Page, for your time tonight. I'm so excited to talk about this. I think it was just great and I feel on fire. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else you'd like to tell our listeners other than through our Patreon? Because there's extra stuff there.
1: Yeah, go go to the Patreon. If this is something you struggle with, there's so much on the Patreon and it is cheap. Like, And you, you can just subscribe for a monthly fee. You know, just a small monthly fee, and then you have access to so many videos. And like we said, we've done a lot of studies. We we've we've sorry, we've done a lot of research, and so um, we're not experts, but we are delivering the message of other experts. That's right. Patreon.
0: (laughs) Go to our Patreon. Also, thanks so much for listening. We are appreciate all of you. We've gotten a bunch of new listeners lately, and we just are so grateful. So, thank you guys for coming, and we will see you next next
1: week. (laughs) Yep yeah. bye to <laughs>